It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The quest for an almighty video game weapon is a trope that we gamers know all too well. It seems like if there's a big bad invading the land that there will be a master sword, a bow of light, or um, I don't know, a fabled shoe with a razor blade stuck in the heel that was sneezed on by a fairy a thousand years ago and is now considered a blessed relic. Some of these supposedly mighty items end up being nothing more than glorified paperweights. So let's take a look at them today as I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are the 10 worst ultimate video game weapons. Number 10. The Shield ghosts and goblins. Whenever someone complains about video games being too challenging in this day and age, show them bloody ghosts and goblins on the NES, which is basically a war crime for how it brutalizes the player at every given opportunity. Enemies that ignore terrain, regenerate almost immediately and don't telegraph their attacks and take multiple hits to take down, well these are par for the course here and will leave most a gibbering wreck by the end of things. But you know what, in fact they might also be sent into this state by how the game cheaps you out of a victory if you don't use the air quotes ultimate weapon that's located in the final stage, and that's the shield. Now, I know that Captain America has popularized using a shield as a thrown weapon, but honestly, this shield absolutely bites. It has pathetic range and a weak damage output, so of course, most players would choose to ignore this over something more pointy. Well, more fool you, because if you don't have the shield equipped, you can't defeat the final boss at the end of the game, and using any other weapon will send you right back to the start of the stage. Fun, right? When your ultimate weapon is an utter mare to use, and also mandatory, you know you're in for a bad time. Number 9. Excalibur Bastard Borderlands The Pre-Sequel in the rather over-the-top and utterly glorious Borderlands the pre-sequel, players will stumble across a rather odd-looking gun that's embedded into a rock. The name of this beast is brilliantly the Excalibur Bastard, a clear reference to the Sword of Legend from Old English folklore. Everything surrounding this weapon oozes mystery, and when you finally pull the sword from the rock, you'll likely be amazed at how great its stats are. Truly, this is a weapon of mythical proportions. However, there's just one catch here, and that is that while the Excalibur Bastard is a great weapon, it's a great weapon that's unfortunately locked to the level of your character when you've pulled it from the stone, meaning that the earlier you pull this, the quicker it becomes a forgotten relic for your character. And this creates an odd dynamic where the longer that you wait and the higher your level, the better this weapon becomes. Yet, when you remember all of the other countless weapons that are at your disposal, grinding your arse off for this seems like a bit of a waste of time. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't, making the Excalibur Bastard a legendary conundrum. Number 8. The Harbinger 
Harbinger. Fable. Another video game, another sword in the stone, this time wedging its sword, the Harbinger, into some deep cement that's just waiting for an adventurer with the right stuff and a whole lot of buff to free it and oil the blade with the blood of your enemies. There's even a crowd gathered around, whooping and cheering people on who attempt to wrest this prize poker from the ground, making for quite the spectacle when you first arrive. Well, surely a hero of renown such as yourself will have no issue with this, right? After all, you're the chicken-kicking champion and have slain the mighty pacifist tribe from the Wii up islands. However, unless you're rocking some incredibly high stats on your first attempt, you're going to absolutely fail at the task and be sent away to a chorus of jeers. In fact, if you do fail for your next attempt, you're going to need to have maxed out most of your skills, meaning that you've quite the grind ahead of you. And what do you get for all of this hard work? The third best weapon in the game. Cool. Good. Glad to see that was worth it then. Number 7. Gold and Silver Pipes Silent Hill 3 Now I know that you might not immediately think of a pipe as a legendary weapon, but trust me, these are indeed treated with all the airs a mystical artifact would be in Silent Hill 3, as both the gold and silver pipes are gifted to you by a fairy who rises out of a puddle in the game's sewer system. No, you didn't mishear me, that actually happens. As ludicrous as this sounds, approaching the pool of dirty water before you use the dryer in the sewer section will prompt you to throw the steel pipe into the rank dank slime. And if you're a complete madman and fancy giving up your one useful melee weapon, then you're rewarded by a figure rising from the murk who then asks you three questions. Answering all of them no results in her gifting you the gold and silver pipes, two ridiculously ostentatious weapons that are about as useful as telling somebody to watch out after they've fallen down a flight of stairs. In fact, the game makes note of this, saying that neither is particularly durable and the best thing to do would be to sell them. Cheers. Number 6. Every legendary weapon in the Elder Scrolls franchise Now, it might seem like a bit of a cop-out to slap every single weapon of legend from the Elder Scrolls franchise into one entry, but allow me to make my two-pronged case here like a delicious verbal viper's tongue. Firstly, there are way too many legendary weapons in these games, to the point where nearly every single dungeon, cave, or backwater ruin will reward the player with a weapon of unfeasibly epic origin, only to end up taking space in their backpack, thus enacting the syndrome from the Incredibles effect of if everything is legendary, nothing is. And my second point of the argument is smithing. Yeah. This one skill absolutely destroys the entire concept of what a legendary weapon is, as with this skill you can pretty much imbue anything with a bizarre assortment of effects, making even a fork a world-ending item in the right hands. This, plus the fact that crafting in these games can be broken just by looking at it hard enough, means that Daedric, Ebony, or any other unique items end up looking like paperweights by comparison. Number 5. Excalibur 2 Final Fantasy 9 Okay, so let's start by getting something clear. Yes, this is indeed the most powerful sword in the game for Steiner, and yes, is indeed blessed with all sorts of skills that would be a huge boon to your party. However, I can state without question that Excalibur 2 sucks as an ultimate weapon for two huge reasons. Reasons. One, it's incredibly difficult to obtain in the first place, requiring players to race through to the final dungeon of the game, defeat a boss, and then locate it all in under 12 hours, or 10 if you're playing on the slower loading PAL version of this game. And second, because it's located at the end of the game, you only have a handful of fights left before you complete the story. Not even speedrunners think this weapon is worth the effort thanks to how arduous it is to collect. And for anyone else chasing this, you end up missing out on so much of the main game that it's not even a fun experience. Sequels are meant to be bigger and better. This, well this was just plain bad. 
Number four, the Soul Edge, Soul Calibur franchise. If there's one thing that players immediately associate with the Soul Calibur franchise, outside of jiggle physics that is, it's got to be the titular sword of legend, the Soul Edge. This beast of a weapon takes the form of whatever the user is most comfortable wielding, and as the narrative enforces, bestows upon them unbelievable strength and power. Now, it certainly comes at a cost, but there's no shortage of world warriors looking to claim this for themselves. In-game, this power is reflected, as you might expect, by usually being the highest damage-dealing weapon for each character. However, before you think of slogging into battle with William Birkin's butter knife at your side, you best be prepared to treat every battle thereafter as a handicap match because in reality, it's a two-on-one affair and not in your favour. I say this because the swollen Staber steals your soul during the match, meaning that you might actually be KO'd by your own blade. Also, to rub salt further into the wounds that Soul Edge has just caused to you, every character usually has a better weapon that you can unlock for them, meaning that this sort of ultimate power is actually just a runner-up. Number three, the Clank Zapper. Ratchet and Clank going commando. While many Ratchet and Clank fans would argue that the Rhino, or Rip You a New One, is the ultimate badass weapon in a game chock full of them, the item that we're actually going to be covering today is somehow even more expensive than the hefty 150,000 bolts that the Rhino comes with, and also is inversely the most useless item in pretty much the entire franchise. I'm speaking, of course, about the Clank Zapper, a 1 million bolt cost upgrade that can be purchased in going commando from a vendor after completing the game once and then going through again on challenge mode. This upgrade lets Clank shoot out lasers in order to help Ratchet out in battle. Which sounds great, right? Well, in practice, it's less like the soothing whispers of greatness and more like a fat drunk belching in your ear, as the upgrade does barely any damage, powers down after about three spooters, and of course has cost you one million bolts. Adding vinegar to the crack is the fact that you don't even start the game with Clank, meaning that you actually have to go a fair way before you can even use this pathetic ultimate upgrade. Number 2. Sohayamaru Neo 2 From the outset of the crushingly hard Neo 2, it's made clear that the Sohayamaru, or Seven Branch Sword, is kind of a big deal. This real-life weapon of legend is a mighty impressive-looking letter-opener, that is for sure, and in-game it's said to be the only sword that can defeat demons and can only be forged by collecting enough spirit stones. Plus, it glows with the heat of a thousand suns, so of course, we as gamers are very on board with making this a part of our collection. As the narrative goes on and you defeat more and more bosses, the goal of owning this coat rack with hilts inches closer and closer until finally, after yet another hard-fought battle, your blade glows and finally transforms into this weapon of legend. Amazing, right? Well, it would be if we could use the bloody thing. This weapon is never officially made part of your inventory, and is only ever pulled out to deliver the finishing blow to some bosses during prescribed action set pieces, meaning you, as the player, never get to fully wield it. In a game based on loot drops and farming rare items, this takes the utter piss. And number one, the Casey Bat. Earthbound. The KC Bat from Earthbound could widely be considered Ness's ultimate weapon in the game, seeing as it is by far the strongest item that he can use, and boosts his offense power by a whopping 125. However, before you start stepping up to the plate and winding up for a smash that would make the Grand Space Emissary weak at the knees, you might want to check out the other stats first. While the attack capabilities of this weapon are utterly ludicrous, the actual accuracy of the bat is only 25%. This means that while you may indeed be able to launch enemies into and then through the sun, Ness is going to act like he's got a light shining in his eyes for the most part and whiff entirely. Now, truth be told, the hit percentage does go up if the group is facing enemies stronger than the party, but still, 
still, why would you want to risk missing and leaving yourself vulnerable when a high accuracy but weaker weapon would do more damage over time? Take a walk, mate. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.